Hello, I'm Reverend Jen Wild, Senior Minister at New Dawn Center for Spiritual Living, and I'm grateful that you are taking the time to join us today. I have a few questions that I've been asked to share with you my insights, my ideas, so I'm going to begin with this. The first question that I have is, what was the biggest decision I've made in the past year regarding New Dawn Center for Spiritual Living? And I really appreciate this question, even though I just now got it in front of me, um, because so much has happened, if I look back over the past year, from last October till now, of the things that have transpired at New Dawn. And I'm going to just go through it a little bit briefly and recap for some of you who may not be aware. In October of last year, I met with the board and we made the decision that it might be a good idea to look at selling our our building that we were located in on South Parker Road. By the time Christmas Eve rolled around, we had a solid offer and a signed document stating that we were letting the building go. We had never put a sign out front. We had never talked to anyone outside of a board meeting about possibly selling the building. In January, we announced to all of the members of the congregation that we were going to be selling the building, and by February, uh, I believe it was the 15th, we were packed and out of the building. In mid-March, we met at the Radisson Hotel. Actually, it was early March, and then we had to make the decision to move into the safe, uh, safer at home mindset. And because of that, we walked away from the Radisson Hotel, and I began doing Facebook Live for all of you. All of those decisions came by divine guidance. They all feel big and important. But the decisions that have taken place since then are also big and very critical. Because it has been, it has been my, my job and my responsibility to oversee my community and at the same time look at reaching out to the greater community, moving into the context of global connection, and keep things moving and operating and staying in that online presence and allowing you to connect at least through the virtual world on a regular basis. My desire is to support anyone and everyone who comes to us for guidance, direction, healing, health, and wholeness. So when I look at the idea of the biggest decision I ever made, I believe that the biggest decision I ever made in this past year and possibly in my life was to say yes. 
Every time a challenge has come up, every time a turn in the road has come up, every time a new idea has shown up, I have been willing to say yes. And then doors open and things just unfold and it's been beautiful and it's been incredible. My prayer is that we continue to support each and every one of you with inspiration, weekly and daily. A question came up regarding COVID-19 and where we are. And unfortunately, I jotted down comments, but I didn't quite jot down the question. So I'm going to talk about this for a moment because we have been in this place, in this space of social distancing, safer at home for a long time. Uh, the year 2020 has been taken up much of our focus with what is going on with COVID. And I just continue to hold that space for um, the disease to be taken care of, to it, for it to be removed from our reality, because I know that spirit supports us in that process of, of just sending it back wherever it came from. But more than that, I continue to pray daily and I continue to hold the context every day for the safety of every single person. As I see the kids down the street going back to school, as I see and am aware of some centers coming together for small group gatherings, as I'm aware of the restaurants opening and, and, and many of the arenas around us tr doing their best to go back to what we call normal, I continue to pray. It is something I do every single day that all are safe, that we have moved past the intensity of this particular experience for us and that we can move on to creating uh, that better connection, that better um, world, if you will, where we can um, spend time together in the same room, in the same space. I do a lot of study and research on what is happening and what is transpiring, and I probably don't have any more information about it in my mind than you do. I appreciate your comments, but I want you to know that until we feel that we can be completely safe in moving into a church-like environment, we will maintain our online presence. But I will keep you posted as those things change and transpire. The third question I have is, what excites you to come to work every day? And I thought this was so interesting because all of my work takes place mostly in my home. And so considering how I would be excited about that, it was interesting. But the thing that excites me the most, and I, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, is each and every one of you. To get up in the morning and know that I have a few phone calls to make, I have a few connections, or to know that you are in my prayer list and, and that I'm including you as I go through my daily prayers, to know that I have value in my life because I am here for you. I'm here in support of you. That excites me, to have that ability to speak, to reach out, to listen, mm, mostly to listen. That excites me. And so I am grateful because every single morning I wake up and thank the good Lord for the best job on the planet. The thing that I have always wanted to do, the thing that everything before this has led me to here, to this moment, to this place, to this space, to being a minister, and to using my voice to connect 
and support and heal and hold sacred. As we just breathe into this moment, this time, this now space, may we recognize and realize all that God is. May we reflect on today and yesterday and and remember all of the ways that spirit has shown up in our lives. In the breeze, in the blue sky, in the changing leaves, in the voices of family and friends. God is all there is, and God is everywhere present. And so we acknowledge this, we accept this, and we embrace this right here and right now, knowing knowing that we are always connected, one with the divine. And so we move into this time of peaceful energy, beauty and inspiration, knowing that our spirits are fed, our hearts are open, our minds are open. And we just allow all of this to come forth in grace and ease and beauty, in absolute perfection. So I just let this go. I let it go and let it be. And so it is. Clarence Avant celebrated his 89th birthday this past February. As part of the celebration of his life, his daughter, Nicole, created a documentary of his life. In the documentary, you hear over and over again about how everyone knew Clarence's name. Everyone in the music industry, in Hollywood, even in the political arena, knew his name. I sat down to watch the documentary And I thought it was curious how the first couple of minutes appeared to be footage from an old 1970s movie. And then I realized I was watching an old 1970s movie. So if you choose to watch the documentary on Clarence Avant, it's called The Black Godfather, and it's on Netflix. And if you look for it anyplace else, you'll be watching some other movie from the 1970s. I highly recommend it, even though the language is very, very raw. But you get to decide. The story was phenomenal. This was a man who believed in paying it forward. From his early years, he learned that he had a skill, he had a technique, he had a knack, and he could support and promote others. They talked about that the people in the video, the people who he knew, the people who hung out at their house, were people who never, ever, ever should have even come together. That their connection was unique. And for them to not only come together and create amazing things, they became really, really good friends. And there was this this kind of underlying story throughout the documentary of how unusual that was. In an interview with his daughter, Nicole, she was asked, what does your dad think of the climate in the United States today? And she said, 
he is not in favor of our cancel culture. And I thought, wow, that's a term I hadn't heard before. So I started to doing some research, and we have already been labeled this year as a society, as a culture, that has stepped into an arena called cancel culture. What that means is that any time we come in contact with someone we don't agree with, any time someone voices a different opinion or political view, any time someone is in my arena and I don't like the way they look or the color of their skin, I can cancel them out of my life. I don't know about you, but I find that heartbreaking. That we would take the value of human life and just eliminate it from our presence, eliminate it from our focus, eliminate Eliminate it from our lives because it's not what I am, it's not who I am, and it's not how I am. And here's what I know. That if you're on Facebook and you start minimizing your friends, eventually you won't have very many friends. Because we can't always agree. We will never always agree. And if you continue to do that in your exterior life, away from social media, eventually you will find yourself quite alone. And so as we look at this theme for this brand new month of October, and we look at the title for today, our theme is called Cosmic Connections. Clarence's life has been one story after another, one event after the other of a cosmic connection. A time when you're doing something or you're out and about or you walk into a, a gathering or, or whatever it is and you come in contact with someone that surprises you. That isn't the kind of person you would have expected. That isn't someone that you know or would normally reach out to. And to cherish those connections and to build off of those connections and to make that something perfect and beautiful. I believe that the very idea around cosmic connection moves us forward into an arena of what the divine is holding for us. We are not here by predetermination. Because spirit has never, ever stepped in and taken away our ability to choose our own experience. But the cosmic connections, these are the purposeful events that happen when people show up in our lives. Carl Sagan said this, Every one of us is, in the cosmic perspective, precious. If a human disagrees with you, let him live. In a hundred billion galaxies, you will not find another. We have got to step into that space and that place of valuing human life, of valuing one another's opinions, of valuing each other's ideas. That's where we're coming from today in this world, on this planet. And today, our talk title is Just Like Me. And I must say that I was a bit in resistance when I first saw this because all we're seeing and hearing about are the differences, the diversity. And so for me to bring to you the context of we're just alike, uh, it felt a little challenging, but I really don't think it's that big of a stretch. So I ask you to consider this question. How do you show up in the world? How are you showing up? What are you doing? When you get up in the morning, are you grumpy? 
when you get up and you go through your spiritual practices or whatever pieces of, of, of normalcy you have in your day, does it feed you? Does it feed your spirit? Does it give you a lift? Does it make you happy? Or do you have those days where you jump up and realize you have some place to be, which is somewhat unusual, and you come running out of the house and you haven't done any prayer work or any spiritual practices and you jump in the car and your first thought is, everybody needs to stay out of my way. I have some place I need to be. These are some things that we can reflect on this week, that we can look at and we can consider what we're bringing to the table because trust me, and I know many of you know this, Everything we contribute comes back to us. It comes back to us. We're not so different. Not at all. Obed Ceballos says this. We are all alike. We feel love. We feel sad. We feel angry. We all unite for a common cause, good or bad. We don't do this because of the way we look, but for what we have inside that made us do this. Earth is big enough for all of us. Let's embrace that this week. Let's take that with us as we can consider the fact that Earth is big enough for all of us, and we're not so different. Let's turn away from the concept of canceling one another and turn instead to connecting with one another, to embracing one another, to accepting one another. Because we are all here for divine purpose. We are here to build and rebuild and create and recreate. And we cannot accomplish that if we're busy canceling one another. I was thinking about this and, and how I have a sense that we are so much alike, every one of us. And one of the ways I know this is when I am with a person who is sharing a story, and it's a story that's humorous, I find myself laughing with them. When I am with someone who is in sorrow or grief and, and challenged and, and tearful, I find myself crying with them. Those are perfect examples of just how much alike we are. I can feel another person's presence and emotions within my being. We all can. We're just not always willing to take the time to just be in that space. We're more alike than we are different. And so I'm not asking you to go out there and, and make all these new friends. I'm just asking you to be in that space of, of holding others, allowing them their experience. I call it holding the container. We can hold the container for humankind. We can hold the container for human beings to express themselves in different ways, knowing that we are still so much alike. Because our normal is oneness. We are connected. We are united. We are unified. That's the normal that we can hold on to, that we can maintain. We get to accept life on a cosmic level, knowing that all kinds of things come to us and we can choose to do with them as we please, as long as we don't harm another person. And then when there's that moment when you have a chance, an opportunity to connect, take it. I was out walking Lotus on Sunday 
uh, it was Sunday morning, and uh, there was a homeless man sitting on the corner, and he was laughing, and he was looking in our direction. So I couldn't tell if he was laughing at me, laughing at the dog. But he started talking about the dog. And I paused a distance away from him, and I let him continue to have a conversation with my dog. And I chatted with him for a moment. And my spirits were lifted. And he had this amazing smile on his face. And yes, he had a mask in his hand, but he was sitting off in a space by himself outside. No harm, no foul. But as I walked away, I felt lighter. I felt more energetic. This is what happens when we look at the sameness, the alikeness in one another, and we take the time. We take the time to connect. I found a little uh, quote in the Science of Mind textbook by Ernest Holmes that was interesting to me because sometimes we look at like what's going on today. We have this dis-ease called COVID and people are trying to find a cure or a vaccine. And we know that everything already exists in the mind of God. And so Holmes is talking about the invention of a flying machine. And this is his quote. Spirit did not have a lot of little flying machine models put away in a cosmic cupboard somewhere. But the mind that conceived the possibility of the flying machine is the mind of God. Hmm. The possibility has been with us since the beginning of time. Just in that space being held till someone has a vision or a visual of how it can work and how they can put it together. Spirit isn't dictating any of this to us, but the possibility is being held in divine mind. What an amazing concept. I, I, I just find that so beautiful and so reassuring that the mind that I use is the mind of the universe. The mind that you use, the way you choose to think and process and consider and solve problems is the same mind. Universal mind, universal wisdom. So let's take time this week. Let's take time this week to really be in that space, in that place of just like me. Every time you see someone who's feeling uh, contradictory to your thoughts or your processes, step back, take a deep breath, and consider how we are alike as opposed to how we are different. I ask you this week to simply consider this. Take the moments in your day and pay attention to how often you come in contact with someone just like you, just like me. Please pray with me. And so right here and right now, I bless our time together. I bless our days every single day, knowing that every day we wake up and God is present. And every day we can turn to spirit for guidance, for help, for support, for connection, for creativity. And as we move through this week and as we move through the remainder of this day, we do so knowing that we are not so different. In fact, we are so much alike because the divine lives within each and every one of us. So today I bless all people. 
I know that there are many people on this planet right now that are striving to find ways to, to minimize the violence and the disruptive behaviors and the antagonistic things that are happening. And, and those things we have just turned over to spirit and we just hold the space, the container for love, compassion, and connection. I know it's good. I know it's very good. And I know during this time of the year, as we reach the, the closing months of this year, we are still blessed. And we still live in the presence of God. So I just call it perfect. I call it good. And I know it is already done in the mind of God. And so it is. Be what you want.